Hello, Madam Misty. <laughs> oh, I love the way that sounds. Yeah. I like it. Hello, John, uh, John Isaac. John Isaac. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds Isaac like my, the John? It sounds like my Quaker name. It really kind of does. John Isaac. I meant it because the clients of a madam are called Johns. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And there's other words for it. But I can't remember the other <laughs> words they are. Okay. So today we're talking about famous madams. We are. Because it's the who, madams that made us. The madams that made us. Exactly. Whose birthday is it? Stormy Daniels. Happy birthday, Stormy. Happy birthday, Stormy. It's also Rob Lowe's birthday today, which is kind of funny because yeah. Rob Lowe got caught in some pretty salacious scandals in his youth. Yeah. Rob so, strikes me as the kind of guy that wouldn't have to reach for his wallet, though. Probably not so much. Let's find out. Should we call him? Well, right after these messages. <laughs> okay. I don't know why they're messages. It's the intro. It is. I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. For the next 15 minutes, we're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. All right. Okay, so, so let's just as a topic go uh, and let's kind of acknowledge like this yeah. was a male-dominated industry for quite a while, right? And then women... Not really. Really? No, it actually started out to be very predominantly women back in the wild, wild west. Hmm. Women would be would run the brothels that were frequented by the cowboys of the wild, wild west. Do you think that is because of the sensitive nature of uh, taking care of such a large flock of ladies? Men may not have been able to deal with some of the issues of the day? No, I think that it came down to you had some women that were pretty strong-willed both mentally and physically and could take care of business when somebody got out of line. Mm, okay. You know, like these, the women in the Wild West, the madams back then, weren't known as being great to the girls. They were there to make money. Mm -hmm. But they also were there to clean up the messes as well. Like if someone got out of hand and things got like it. that. So it, I mean, men can clean up a body, but women can clean up a body mm. <laughs> like we we know how to hide the bodies today's episode is brought to you by clorox when you need to get <laughs> blood out of your sheets try clorox use promo code misty and ike oh lord so who are some famous madams <laughs> yeah well okay so it's stormy daniel's birthday today and so that kind of like i started talking about maybe we do an episode about you know porn stars that got big payoffs or made a lot of money somehow and that kind of led us down to madams which are way more interesting than any of us yeah um i mean the most famous madam of all of course is heidi fleiss the hollywood madam that's right um you know movies have been made about her she's written books mm -hmm. basically the the bidding for her black book i can't even remember the astronomical number that it went up to but every huge gossip media outlet in the world was fighting over the rights to her black book, which was her client list wow. because she was known to have provided services to basically every 
big time player in all of Hollywood and a lot of politicians, sports figures, like just across the board. Heidi Fleiss, you, you needed a lady. Heidi Fleiss was your go-to. Hmm. She's who you call. Um, I've got two different net worths for Heidi. Tell me. She's worth somewhere between $1.5 and $2.5 million. I would say that that's really sad because she was worth a heck of a lot more than that yeah, back then. But I would think so. Yeah. I, mean, I would think just to keep her mouth shut. Well, she went to prison. Her. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, she spent some time in prison. Hmm. She, it was actually tax evasion, if I'm not mistaken, that sent her to prison. Because she wasn't reporting her earnings it's on the brothel. The taxes. That, it always is because there's no yeah. proper way to hide money that's made illegally. And if you ever no? hear about Misty and Ike being in prison, <clears throat> it's tax evasion. Tax evasion. It's definitely not a brothel. Because we're making so much money off Clorox, it gets blown out of sheets. <laughs> uh, well, what are some other famous madams? All right. Um. So this one is always kind of blowing my mind. There was this woman named. Anna Christina, Mm -hmm. and she was a mother of four. I believe that it was maybe like the Baltimore area. She ran a multi-million dollar prostitution ring. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) She ended up getting caught um, for promoting prostitution. They said that she ran her prostitution ring for 15 years. The whole time while she was just your normal, average, everyday, suburban soccer mom to four kids. Wow. Um, I mean, it got to the point that she was paying off cops and using them as security for her girls. And she made millions for 15 years. That's nuts. Yeah. Do you know who the, uh, okay. the world's most famous madam is? I don't. Who is it? This article was written in 2015. World's most famous madam dies at 92. Oh. Madame Claude, a French madame whose client list reportedly included JFK, Marlon Brando, Muammar Gaddafi. Wow. Muammar Gaddafi. You, yeah, Muammar. <laughs> Muammar. Yeah. Wow. She's a former French uh, resistance fighter who got her start as a businesswoman selling Bibles door to door. She managed a brothel near Paris's famed... Champs Elise Elise Elise. Champs Elise. Uh huh. And that. (laughs) We're going to France! Uh, That at one point had the roster of over 500 women. 500? Yeah. According to a 2014 profile in Vanity Fair, she counted the CIA among her clients. The agency apparently procured women through her brothel to help keep up morale during peace talks in Paris. You know, it's funny because that's not the first time that I've heard about the CIA or the FBI or Secret Service. Um, there was a, a big scandal a few years ago in South America with a bunch of secret American Secret Service guys that got caught and were released from their post. For entertaining young ladies. For having young ladies entertain them. Mm, interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always think it's cool in like spy movies when the movie starts uh-huh. and you see this lady of the night walking down a hotel hallway. Right. And then she goes into a young man's room or an old man's room. And then it appears that she may be un, uh, being employed for sexual services. Mm-hmm. And she pulls out a gun, shoots him right in the face. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're a CIA chick. You're not yep. a prostitute. Yep. 
Or gotcha. spy yeah. of some sort. You're super cool. You would never yeah. do that. Nope. Nope. She just wants to shoot people. Yeah. Shoot them in the face. <laughs> um, I just ran into an interesting fact about okay. Heidi Fleiss. Yeah. So <clears throat> in 1995, she was convicted of conspiracy, income tax evasion, and money laundering. Um, some of the women that she employed mm-hmm. admitted to getting themselves ten thousand dollars for a single encounter with a client so that's what they made right. not what she made yeah she gets what 10 percent of that i don't know i mean what's the cut for a madam what's the cut what's for a madam what is the cut for a madam that's never gonna google <clears throat> while you're looking it up i'm gonna tell you this because i think this is great too heidi fleiss inherited her business Oh, really? <laughs> Elizabeth Adams, who was known as Madame Alex, uh, operated a Beverly Hills prostitution ring for 20 years until she was arrested in 1988. The Filipino native passed her booming business over to her assistant, who just so happened to be Heidi Fleiss. So she went to prison and handed her black book over to Heidi Fleiss, and that's how Heidi Fleiss started her biz. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Right? So you're just like, here. Yeah. How I'm going to prison, so here's all, you know, the, the thing I wouldn't give up, the names mm. and the numbers. That's it's like, yours. It's like hitting the lottery. Right? Completely. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Did you find it? I did What not. a madam's cut is? <laughs> I did not. I found I, the... I would figure it wouldn't necessarily be a, I don't know, I wouldn't think it'd be a percentage. I would think it'd be a, a lump. Like a booking fee. Procuring or pandering is the facilitation <laughs> or provision of a prostitute or other sex worker in the arrangement of a sex act with a customer. A pro- procurer, colloquially called a pimp if a male or a madam if female, or a brothel keeper is an agent for prostitutes who collects part of their earnings. The pro- procurer may receive this money in return for advertising services, physical protection, or for providing and possibly monetizing a location where the prostitute may engage clients. Like prostitution, the legality of certain actions of a madam or pimp vary from one region to the next. Oh. <clears throat> Allegedly. Interesting. It doesn't go on to say what the percentage is. Well, but, I'm going to need to know that. I know. I mean, I could, I could probably go, like, how much do pimps make? But... How much do pimps make? <laughs> How much do pimps make? <laughs> How much do they make? Pimps and traffickers ranked in between $5,000 and $32,833 per week, employing an average of five sex workers at a time with a high rate of turnover. Interesting. Yeah. I I'm, would like to, to definitely stray away from the trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um. I would like to keep this to sex workers that do this voluntarily. Sure. <laughs> and you're probably going to get a lot of weird messages after Googling that. Well, you just asked me to Google it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'll like, cut it out. No, I mean, I am interested in like what kind of money is expected for someone that, you know, runs some kind of a ring like that. But 
Well, how about this? Allow me to mm. retort. Okay. <laughs> Prostitution is said to be the world's oldest profession. Truth. But understanding the size and scope of this economy and the methods and actors involved in this trade is still a murky endeavor. Yeah. Outside the sex sold legally in Nevada, prostitution in the United States transpires in the shadows of an underground economy. There are no accounting records to trace, no receipts to scrutinize, and no legal records to analyze. Simply, it is difficult to grasp of this economy. Very much. Um, okay, so this, I'm going to tell you about one of them that I think is the most intriguing because it involves a lot of people that are supposed to be held slightly to a higher standard. Um, in Philadelphia, there mm-hmm. was a woman <clears throat> named Sydney Bidal Barrows. She was known as the Mayflower Madam. Um, she ran a successful escort service called Cache out of a New York City brownstone under the pseudonym Sheila Devine. Her clients included lawyers, bankers, and businessmen, and she ran a tight ship with strict rules and high standards. Here's the thing that they don't really talk a lot about. From my understanding, she was a professor, mm. and the, the women that she recruited were her grad students who were trying to pay for college. So basically, she looked at this in her mind, as a way of providing them a way to pay for college. She also later wrote a book about proper sex etiquette. I did not know that that was a thing. <laughs> I did not know that there was proper sex etiquette. Well, I kind of think it's like, you know, you have a safe word and it's whether you give enthusiastic consent. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's really all it comes down to. So there's etiquette when you're uh, entertaining a lady of the night? Uh, no, this was about sex etiquette as a whole. Oh, not about general. with escorts. Oh. About etiquette during sex, which I find very odd. Huh. It's like, get your pinkies up, motherfucker. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like I said, I, I kind of thought enthusiastic consent was really the only etiquette that was necessary. Wow. Yeah. Uh. Most of the employees of Madams, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of revenue, about 18% of uh, these types of employers say they impose a dollar figure quota that employees must earn each day. And it could range from $400 to $1,000, depending on the day of the week. Okay. So, I mean, that makes sense. Still haven't figured you're, out what the cut is. You're required to, to hit a, a money quota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a cop. you got to write a certain amount of right. tickets. Right, right. But I think, you know, it's funny because, like, when I look these up, like, it seems to me like most of the very successful madams actually worked in a different method. Like, they built on the idea of having repeat customers that wanted one certain person and that they treated those women well. Yes. I think that's the main difference between the male pimp and the female madam. Very much. The madam, we're mainly referring to like old Western towns or the legal portion of Nevada that allows it. Right. And it's a very nice house that you go into and the women are housed there and they're taken very good care of and they're there voluntarily. Yes. And they don't have a quota. Yeah. Yeah. And if they say no, then that's no. Yeah. You know, they they have say in it as well. Um, I'm not surprised by reading this, but of course there had to be a Miami madam. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Miami. Miami madam. Uh, so Martha Baina 
ducked a possible 25-year prison sentence by pleading guilty to running a multi-million dollar prostitution ring out of two Corona brothels. She was 42. She commuted every other week from Miami to Queens to maintain a firm grip on two different brothels, which raked in more than $2 million a year. She pleaded guilty and was charged to inter- enterprise corruption instead of Star Trek Enterprise. The initial charges. Operation Corruption. Wow. Well, that was an interesting episode. Right? We're getting canceled for this one. Why? I don't know. You got me all scared now. Why? No, I just like, did, like, there was a sentence in what you were reading that said something about traffickers. And I was like, we're, what we're talking about is very different than that. This is voluntary sex workers, which, you know, they have every right to do what they wish with their body. And mm-hmm. as long as it's on their terms and they're being treated properly, then they're, you know, it's a, it's a huge topic, actually, like in, you know, in a lot of counterculture or outskirt, you know, Storm- conversations. Stormy areas. Uh, <laughs> About the ability to actually make some of these things legal so that they're actually able to report the monies that they're making and do things above the board. Mm -hmm. Because it is every woman or every man's, (laughs) you know, it's their prerogative. And and it is it is an industry. So sure could as long as it is done properly then great and as long as it's not friday (laughs) we'll see you tomorrow see you tomorrow